Welcome to Free to Be with Joni. I am your host, Joni Legato. I am a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, an integrative health practitioner, and a brain rewiring certified coach. My mission is to show you how to live a stress-free life, nourish your body, mind, and soul, and empower you to forge your own path to healing and freedom. I'm bringing my passion for nutrition, functional medicine, brain rewiring, singing, and other healing modalities. You can connect with me on Instagram at joni.legato and on my website at jonilegato.com. Welcome to today's show. Today's show is very special to me, and I feel so blessed to have you here. Today's show is also a little personal because I feel it's important at this time of year to let you know that if you are struggling right now because you're missing someone, I understand what you're going through. And I know how it feels to miss someone who is very dear and special to you. So I have my hot chocolate here in my Christmas mug. And I invite you to get your cup of hot cocoa or cup of coffee, tea, or maybe a cup of eggnog if that's your thing. I personally love eggnog. And I always love being able to find it in the stores this time of year so that I can enjoy a glass here and there. Although these days it's dairy-free, but there are some really good dairy-free options out there and they're delicious and taste just like the real thing. Anyway, cheers to you. So get cozy and let's chat. I would love to tell you some stories about my mother. She was one very, very special lady. She filled a room when she walked in. She was big energy, full of love, kindness, charity, empathy, sensitivity, and massive strength. She could carry so much, and yet you would look at her and wonder how she did it all. For instance, my favorite pie of hers was shoe fly. Now, if you're not familiar with shoe fly pie, it's an old Pennsylvania Dutch recipe. I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania is my hometown, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and my relatives were Amish and Mennonite. And we had some amazing traditions handed down to us. One of the great skills we learned was how to make pies. And my mom was a master at making pies. She would ask you what kind you wanted, And the next thing you knew, a pie was baking in the oven. 
And she knew I loved her shoe fly. So every Christmas, she would make one for me. And she would always warm it up before she served it to me because she knew I liked it that way. Do you have any favorite Christmas traditions? Do you allow yourself to enjoy holiday treats? There's something special about partaking in a holiday favorite treat. It's so good for the soul. And my mom's cooking was just that. It was soul therapy. It was our tradition every year to go down to Georgia every Christmas. Christmas Eve was her birthday. Now she and my father had eight children, seven girls, one boy. And she always said that God knew she needed to be born on Christmas Eve so that all of her children would be with her on her birthday. We always went out to dinner with her on Christmas Eve, and we honored her and celebrated her. And then we would come home, and we would continue the celebration by handing out gifts to her and giving her her favorite cake. She loved the old-fashioned kind of cakes, the chocolate with a light whipped topping. She didn't like things too sweet. She was also health conscious, but she also knew that during the holidays, you need to enjoy them and you need to enjoy your family traditions. That's what it's all about. Another favorite cake of hers was an orange cake with an orange glaze. And sometimes she wanted our family favorite recipe, which is this dark chocolate cake with this fudgy chocolate icing. Are you drooling right now? (laughs) Because I am. But whatever she wanted, we made sure she had it. This is what the holidays and her day were all about. So taking a step back in time, while you remember to enjoy the holiday season and the people you love, this isn't a time to be hard on yourself or to micromanage yourself and everything you're eating, to beat yourself up over what you've eaten. In fact, there's never a time to beat yourself up over food, never But more on that another time. The point is that my mother knew how to enjoy Christmas and the holiday season and her birthday. And however that looks for you, let your soul soak in the joy and the love. So after the birthday dessert and gifts, My parents would head to their room to wrap the copious amounts of gifts they had bought for their children and grandchildren. And the sisters would head to the kitchen to make the Christmas donuts. This was also an old family recipe and tradition. Donuts were made on Christmas Eve 
to be enjoyed Christmas morning. It was a labor of love. We had a lot of fun doing it. And we would have Christmas music playing and often would break out and dance in the kitchen. (laughs) A lot of fun. So later on that night, the rest of the siblings would head to their bedrooms to finish wrapping their gifts. And you could hear the Christmas music playing from each room. My parents had a huge house, lots of bedrooms. And you could hear laughter as some siblings like to wrap their gifts together. And just talking about all of their favorite memories and things that they love to do and eat this time of the year. So my parents' house was decked out for Christmas. They had lights everywhere. They had lights outside, lit up reindeer. Inside in the sunroom, there were musical figurines, um, those little hallmark things where you press a button and it sings and dances for you. The grandchildren loved those. And they also had lights and garland wrapping the staircase banister. They got a fresh, huge live tree every year. And my mom had a manger scene, a lit up village, lights in every room, a Christmas cookie jar station a huge basket of hard pretzels that we'd have shipped in from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And she always had a bowl of clementines that my father was faithful in restocking every time he went to the store. A lot of these treats were enjoyed while we watched cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies, my parents' favorite. Our family loves movies. And I remember we'd all pile in the TV room together. We'd have blow-up mattresses so we could all fit in there with blankets and pillows and extra chairs. And for those who weren't into the particular movie playing, they would be at the puzzle table. My parents always had a fresh stash of puzzles my dad collected every time he went to the store. And... We would put them together, and there was always a puzzle going. We would do it into all hours of the night. As each sibling arrived at my parents' house for the holidays from all over the place, they would bring their treats and cookies that they had made at home, and then my mom would create this overflow table that she would set them all on, Uh, because they simply couldn't fit in her kitchen, and she wanted people to be able to enjoy them. So this truly was the most wonderful time of my year. I couldn't wait for this season to come. I couldn't wait to just turn off the daily routine of life to just relax and unwind and enjoy and spend quality time with my family and my mom. She made the holiday season special. 
she would have her famous roast cooking all night (laughs) on low in the oven on Christmas Eve. So sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night (laughs) from the smell, the aroma of the roast cooking. It smelled so good. It would wake me up. It would fill the whole house with this delicious smell, this delicious fragrance. She knew how to do it right. And just before bed, as all of the gifts were piled under and around the huge tree, because there was no way they could fit under. There were so many gifts. I have pictures. People don't believe it until they see the pictures. Gifts everywhere, just pouring out from under the tree. And as each one would finish and put their gifts under the tree, the siblings would then gather in this room. We called it the Christmas tree room or the Christmas room. And we would reminisce and chat and laugh for hours until we couldn't keep our eyes open anymore. And we would say, well, tomorrow is Christmas. We better get our sleep. We know the young ones are going to be waking us up. We didn't want to leave each other because we were having such a good time. And yet we knew that we needed to at least get some sleep so we could be fresh for the next day. It truly was a magical night. It was my mom's birthday. It was a holy night. You could feel the beauty of it every year. Now on Christmas morning, we would wake up to the kids running into our rooms, jumping on our beds. They would go from room to room, excited for the day. And I remember putting on my slippers, walking down the large staircase in their house to the sound of Christmas music playing and my mom's beautiful voice singing. Yes, my mom was a beautiful singer and she taught me everything she knew. I learned how to harmonize from her, how to sing on pitch, how to sing from my soul. I learned all of that from my mom. She had a beautiful voice and she would be singing with the music playing as she whipped up the most beautiful breakfast for us. She would make this delicious egg casserole and she would have her minced meat pie all heated up and ready to go. Minced meat pie was also a tradition. My dad was a hunter. He would get venison for the winter For eight children, this was a great resource for us to eat through the winter and through the year, really. So that was one of our traditions was this mincemeat pie that she would make. And by the way, she was the queen of pie crusts. No one could make a pie crust the way she did. She poured her heart and soul 
into everything she did, and she had perfected the pie crust. So we would hear the Christmas music playing and take in the beautiful smells coming from the kitchen. She would be up to her elbows in breakfast preparations. I would always ask her every year if she had slept the night before. Mom, did you get any sleep? Are you rested? And she would always respond with, well, I got maybe three to four hours, but I'm good. I have all of this energy. (laughs) She did. She had a ton of energy. And she was so excited for the events of the day and that her children were there. She wanted everything to be just so for us. She'd lay out the spread, the breakfast spread in a buffet style, her egg casserole, orange slices, mincemeat pie, the homemade donuts. Oh, and of course we'd have a huge pot of coffee cranking out coffee (laughs) as each sibling woke up and ventured down the stairs. It was officially Christmas. Pajamas were the standard wear for the day. No makeup, except for my mom. She loved getting all dolled up, put her makeup on. She said it made her feel good. But she still had her PJs on, like the rest of us. And as each sibling ventured in and out of the kitchen, there was laughter, a Merry Christmas, and good food flowing. My mom was in her glory. She loved this time of year. She loved having her children there with her. The rest of the morning consisted of my dad reading about the birth of Jesus to all of us, And we had to be very quiet while he read. And chances were one of us would burst out in laughter and distract him. Yes, there was lots of laughter. There was picture taking. Hours and hours of opening up gifts we did one by one. And we would watch each person open their gift. Of course, we had to take breaks to eat (laughs) and stretch our legs. And then get refills on our coffee. But watching my mom on this day was the best for me. She truly was like a little kid. She knew how to live in the moment. In fact, she lived in the moment so much, (laughs) she didn't know how to stop. And she would forget about her own body and that it was tired (laughs) So eventually, one of us kids would step in to rescue her from overworking, and sometimes a few of us, so we could pick up the slack and take over. We tell her to go lay down and rest. She had earned it. And now we would take over and prepare Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner was huge. There would be shrimp cocktail, mom's roast, a ham, sometimes a turkey breast, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, green beans, 
homemade rolls or biscuits, cranberry sauce, and creamed corn pudding, another Pennsylvania Dutch traditional dish. There was also a huge relish tray. When I say huge, sometimes there were several, and they would be in the middle of the room. That was my dad's specialty. He would buy different pickled things, and then he would fill these trays with all of these goodies he got. Our family loves pickles (laughs) and anything pickled. So Christmas dinner was loud, it was fun, and it was always delicious. And we'd eat until we were stuffed. (laughs) After dinner and clean up, we'd gather in the TV room to watch a movie or in the Christmas room to assemble a puzzle or just hang out and chat. Some people would go take a nap, go lay down. It was a big day. And I have lots and lots of good memories of it. For me, this time of year can be filled with joy and sadness at the same time. I love the traditions that my mom and dad created for us. And I love the memories And I will always have them in my heart and in my mind. I miss my mother very much, and I especially miss her this time of year. She left us too soon. I wasn't ready to say goodbye to her. She left a huge hole in my heart, and no one can or ever will replace her. She was God's gift to me. She gave me invaluable gifts of unconditional love, patience when I just needed an ear, and always a loving, empathetic response to whatever I was going through. I always knew that mom was there when I needed support for anything. And even if she couldn't physically fix something, what she could do was be there. Listen, give me her undivided attention. Pray for me and hug and kiss me. She was so full of love. I always say she oozed love. And she was always ready to give support to anyone who needed it. She affirmed me and my gifts. She encouraged me to speak what I knew to be true, to speak with conviction when I felt something was right or not right, to stand up for myself. And she gave from her heart without ever expecting or asking for anything in return. She was the most selfless person I have ever met. She would meet complete strangers and in five minutes, I'd see them crying, pouring their heart out to her and her stopping and praying with them right there, wherever they were. It didn't matter 
the situation or if she was in a rush to go somewhere. If someone needed her, she was there. So I want to honor her today. And I also wanted to tell you that if you have lost someone special to you, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel what you feel, to miss them, to want them to be with you, and to want to have them back in your life. You see, you can feel sadness and joy at the same time. And it's okay. In fact, when the mind remembers a happy memory of someone who is no longer with you, it can also feel the sadness that they're not with you and that they're not in your life anymore. You feel the joy of the moment and the sadness of them not with you. If this time of year is getting overwhelming for you, I want you to know that I see you and that I'm here for you. It's important that you don't talk down to yourself or try to talk yourself out of being sad if you're feeling sad. If you feel emotions coming up, laughter or crying, or maybe both at the same time, That's happened to me before, laughing while tears are rolling down my cheeks. The point is to let it out. They're coming up for a reason, and your body needs to get it out. And if there's someone in your life who doesn't understand that you need to express your feelings, don't worry. You can go off by yourself and let them out. Just remember to be extra kind and gentle with yourself. And it's okay to feel sadness this time of year. It's okay to feel like your emotions are all over the place. (laughs) It's okay to feel like things are a little up and down right now. You are okay. And you will be okay. Also, you may notice some grieving coming up. And that's okay too. Let your heart move through the grief and allow yourself to think of the person. Don't try to push the thoughts away. You will be okay. Remember what you loved about them and what you miss about them. You can even journal it out. This helps your brain work through it as well when you write it out. Also, if you know of someone who has lost someone special to them, this is a good reminder to be a little more sensitive to them. They may be snapping at you and they may not even know why. Ask them how they are. Check in with them. Tell them that you love them and that you're thinking of them. Send them a text, a loving text. You don't have to have this big elaborate speech You don't have to know how to fix their feelings. That's not what it's about. It's about being there for someone and giving them a little extra room and a little extra love. 
They may not be sharing with you how they feel. Maybe they don't want to bring the mood down. (laughs) But let them know that you are there for them. And if they want to just share with you a memory of their loved one or the person that they may have lost, let them share it and just be there with them. Let them go down memory lane if they want to. This time of year can be a struggle for many people. And it's especially important to be extra loving and kind and sensitive to them. For some people, they have bad memories of the holidays. And it brings up bad feelings for that reason. So just extend a little extra kindness to people. When someone is going through a difficult time, they don't really necessarily need you to fix them or give them the antidote. They just want a kind, compassionate, loving ear that gives them plenty of space to just be. So remember to be kind to others now and always. You never know what someone is going through. I am so thankful for my mother and the beautiful memories that she gave us. I'm thankful for my kitchen skills that she taught me. I have mad kitchen skills because of my mother, and I am so thankful for them. I'm thankful for her love, her laughter, her joy, her kisses and hugs, her listening ear, her wisdom, her example of what a loving mother is, and her faith in God. She taught me that life is about loving on others and giving to others. She taught me to always trust my heart to guide me through life. And that if something seems too difficult, there is always a way through. She would say, God will never lead you down a road and then abandon you. I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for going down memory lane with me. And remember to give plenty of room to yourself and to feel whatever you need to feel this time of year. Take the time that you need for yourself. If things are feeling a bit chaotic, go and find the space and the time to be alone. Go for a walk. Bake some cookies. Put some music on. Dance in your kitchen. Do whatever feels good to you. Just do your best and love those in your life. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. You are so loved. You are so appreciated. And I am so thankful for you. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram at Joni.Legato. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave a rating and review. And I will talk to you next time.